Welcome to All Things Health and Abundance podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss different health and abundance related issues and come with real tips and advice. Today we're talking about healing through pleasure. Healing through treating your body into an orgasm with Tantra teacher Live Safe. We hear so much about growing and healing through pain. Growing because of experiencing moments that are really painful in our life. But what if there is another way? What if someone can grow and heal through pleasure? What is it like to heal through pleasure? How can one manage to heal them? That's what we'll be discussing today. And today with me is Liv Safe. Liv is a Reiki master teacher and shake-up tantra goddess. She has a background as a journalist and photographer, as an artist, and with a broadly based education in everything from sociology and physiology to anatomy and pathology. She lives off grid in reverence for this beautiful planet in the forest in the Oslo area. Without electricity and water, surrounded by old trees, a kitchen garden, and beautiful lakes. She is a firework of a Tantra teacher who makes whole rooms go into ecstasy. With simple and very powerful techniques, lots of love and humor and juiciness, she teaches how to move your sexual energy, energy orgasms, and energy sex for singles and couples. So thank you so much for accepting to be here with us today. I'm really excited to talk about this this subject. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> Could you start maybe off by telling a bit about yourself, your work, and what was the spark that made you choose Tantra and Reiki as your path? Yes. So sometimes you don't have a choice, really. For me, it has been such a big surprise that I now... This time of my life, I have to work with the sexual energy, with, with Tantra. And when I teach Tantra, I'm a different teacher from when I teach Reiki, which was also such a surprise that we can be so many people at once. I'm kind of a very, very wild teacher, and I love being the teacher of Tantra. So what led me here, that happened a long time ago when I signed up to my first Reiki course. I was completely burned out and then I started doing the self-treatments and what happened was that my sexuality woke up and I had been married for years and my sexuality was like put on the shelf for good, I thought. And then Reiki suddenly, you know, started, "Mm, what is this? And then I realized when I entered my first Tantra seminar, which was uh, Ushu from uh, Sex to Subconsciousness, I knew how to do it. I knew how to move energy, I knew how to have energy orgasms on my own. I think during that first course day, I had the most satisfying sex of my life, on my own, just breathing. Wow. And that put me on the path. I, want to, I wanted to explore it more, and I, I wanted to teach this to other people, because it was so amazing. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Is that what you mean when you say you sometimes you just don't have a choice? Yeah. Sometimes. So it just comes into your life. Yes. And you can try to do other things, but it's much easier to just follow the path, do what you're supposed to do, and then things come to you. Maybe not as income, like the first years, but when you do the right thing, you will always be taken care of. That's my impression. Yeah. 
well taken care of and I have the time I need for, for making my courses and my workshops, they just, they come. I have no idea what order they come in. I get an idea and then I have to write it down as soon as possible. And I work a lot with music because music is a mood changer and it, it makes us loosen up and it makes us move into the body, which is, which is actually what we're using. And we are working with pleasure, sexual energy, energy orgasms. We have to be in the body. It's interesting that you say that because we are so often out of our body and we don't even realize it. We are rushing here and there. And sometimes we don't even realize that we are in a place and it's like, oh, wow, how did I get here? Yeah, <laughs> somewhere else in our mind. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. And, and I found that a lot of people don't really dive into pleasure at all because they're not in the body. And, and when you start really feeling pleasure, you might feel all the other things too your sadness and and everything that's in you your anger maybe your jealousy all the all the bad feelings we're not supposed to have which is totally normal to have right it's part mm -hmm. of the human but sometimes not feeling pleasure is a way of not feeling anything at all when you start working with the sexual energy i started using shaking because shaking is so simple everyone can do it everyone can do it at home but my shaking is with pleasure that means enjoy it and, and then people, all of a sudden, they move into this energy that wakes up feelings, pleasure, love, and their sexualities. And then you are moving into healing through pleasure. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> it's really amazing. So basically, so there is music there from what I understood, right? Yes. I use different kind of music. Okay. Very slow, but very, very often, very dirty lyrics some rap music that as well that was unexpected okay Very dirty lyrics i have the best collection of dirty lyrics in the universe i think um, <laughs> is that on spotify yes but i don't share them because okay. the work is in the, the playlist i always get the question can i have your playlist because people love it and it's music they know but i put yeah. them together in an order that makes them laugh feeling uh, like feeling their amazing sexy bodies right sometimes music can feel make us feel awesome i think most of the time so when you move to music you dare to be hot sexy juicy and that's also a way into your body and into your sexuality and into the sexual energy so i use a lot of hot music and sometimes i cool it down right so the shaking is super simple and Actually, anyone can do that at home. The thing is that you have to, you have to, like every day, maybe a week, you stand straight, knees quite loose, and then you start shaking. But you have to shake very tiny, tiny shaking. A lot of times when you do that Ushu Kundalini shake, this is based on Ushu's Kundalini shake. You do like with the whole body to release. This is for pleasure. So the tiny shaking mimics a full body orgasm. The body doesn't know the difference between mimicking something and actually having one. So you're shaking very, very, very tiny. And then you are breathing and making sounds as if you're having pleasure. People are getting so shy. So I make a lot of sounds to make them feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that, right? Because it's a group of people. So you're shaking and making sounds in front of other people. Oh, sounds and people get like, whoa, <laughs> I can't do that. And I say, how do you do it? Your voice will not be heard when I'm making sounds. 
and you can do this at home by putting a very, very hot, like upbeat song and shake every day for five minutes, only five minutes. Only five minutes. And you will see a difference from five minutes every day. Oh, wow. So there is music and there is shaking, like tiny shakings, because of course there is physical shaking during an orgasm. So it makes sense yeah. for me right now when you said that, it was like, wow, yeah, that makes total sense. You're making your body. Ah, oh, I love this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, right. And there is like orgasmic sounds, we can call it. Yeah, orgasmic. And people then experience orgasms with themselves. Sometimes. Sometimes, in Norway, okay. it's in Norway, it's like a lot of people are really not in their bodies. So they have yeah. to practice a bit. This works for everyone if you practice, like really. Sometimes people do it like once and then, nah, it didn't work for me. And I think, mm, yeah, of course. It's like, it's like riding a bike, you know, maybe you won't make it the first time, but after the fifth time, mm, you really know how to do this, right? So you have to practice makes sense but like a kid when the kid starts walking it's not it's not like the kid falls the first time and it's like okay you know what okay. let's leave it it's not yeah. for me walking is absolutely not my thing right <laughs> <laughs> so you just practice and practice and practice yeah. until you get there and, and then you you don't have any expectations which is kind of difficult when you are trying to have energy orgasms right but it's like if you are like really oh i'm going to have my first physical orgasm now nothing is going to happen because you're pushing mm -hmm. it away. So you have to relax into the orgasm. You have to, oh, well, I'm just here. Mm, it's kind of nice, you know, and then it happens. So it's the same thing with the shaking. No expectations, just doing your thing and then notice what happens inside your body. It can be like a tiny tingling. It can be a twitch in uh, the solar plexus, like in the middle of your belly area. Or it can be like full-fledged. I have people coming to my workshop for the first time having several full-body orgasms for the first time so it varies from person to person but practicing is never bad it's always good energy orgasm it is like a orgasm it is energy moving through your body making your body twitch and curl and and your eyes move and your neck move so it's not really different but you can have these on your own just mm. starting the energy and what is a full body orgasm is it different from a normal one so when you are you're having, you know, energy sex on your own, like moving the energy or mm -hmm. having physical sex and all of your body starts shaking at the same time. So it's a oh. tiny, tiny, tiny shaking and it shakes absolutely all. You can't really control it. It's amazing. It's like your whole, every cell is part of this vibration and the energy is like going crazy inside you. And it can happen just spontaneously from absolutely regular physical sex too our body yeah. our bodies has the hard wiring to do that okay yeah <laughs> is there ejaculation in men maybe it's a stupid question but it just came to me is it is there ejaculation in men during a full body shaking yeah. orgasm no you don't have to not at all but moving the energy like really raising the sexual energy in your body and practicing energy orgasms like in sweden they know what i'm talking about so many people okay. are completely awake. And in Norway, yes, there are quite a few here too, but not that many. And then you can have multi-orgasms, like as many as you want to, without ejaculation as a man too. Women, we have the, the, the thing where we can have as many orgasms as we would like, right? 
but mm-hmm. man it's the ejaculation the orgasm actually happens just before the ejaculation and it's not necessary to have it but that's part of you know the normal way of having sex but with mm-hmm. energy and energy orgasms the male can have as many orgasms as a woman over and over and over and over again without ejaculating at all oh wow it takes it, maybe a bit of practice to stop the ejaculation yeah. but he can have as many as a woman well, that, that's interesting. It brings to mind the yogic tradition of reserving your energy, holding your energy inside of you instead of just letting it out. Yeah. There are so many uh, different traditions inside Tantra. Mm-hmm. Some, they don't have ejaculation at all because they say it's really bad for the body and really mm-hmm. taking a lot of energy. And then you have others that well, recommend not coming all the time, like uh, so it's, it's, it's different, different within different tantra traditions. But I believe that when you are young, it's not that taxing on the body. But when you grow a little bit older, maybe, maybe reserve them, not give away your life and it's like that. Right. <laughs> Why is there a difference between Sweden and Norway when it comes to people that are awakened to this? I'm not sure, actually. I'm not sure. But this is still something I'm really, hmm, that is strange. So I have people coming to my, my workshops and things in Norway too, and they love it. But when I first, you know, started teaching at Gothenburg Tantra Festival, mm-hmm. I had a whole room of people in orgasm, like, second too. And to me, it was like, wow, they're all like me here. So maybe they have just been on the path of Tantra for a little bit longer in Sweden okay. than we have in Norway. Or maybe in Norway, people are more shy on a deeper level, or maybe are more, you know constricted like not comfortable in our bodies in our emotions but really frankly i have no idea why it's such a big difference wow i didn't know that how can one go about connecting more to their body and to their energy so back to pleasure yeah Um, because when i grew up i was ahead walking around (laughs) and this body Mm. was a mess through my teens through most of my life actually and then I realized, you know, that hmm, pleasure, uh, for me, pleasure was a choice. I made the choice to like it, right? to really, really like what I was experiencing, whether it was like soft touch or super nice sex, or but really be there in the pleasure. It taught me a lot about meditation, actually, to, to be in pleasure instead of, you know, emptying my mind, because pleasure is such a beautiful thing to focus on. So... A lover, he said to me, quite recently, he said, you look for the pleasure and then you stay in the pleasure. And mm. he know. And that is such an amazing way to feel the body because you cannot feel pleasure without being in the body. And then you start loving this thing, you know, that's connected to your head and, and all the nice things that you can actually feel and sense. For me, I, now I can. I've been practicing a lot, not? So, so I can have energy orgasm just by thinking about it uh, just by touching my earlobe wow smelling something beautiful like the wind through my hair like all the senses and having a physical body is such an enormous pleasure for me and it's wow i went there and, and i was completely like a lot of people disconnected disconnected to my physical body disconnected to my emotions but pleasure opened the door i think even before i started really practicing making more sexual energy move in my body really good way like put your finger on, on on the lower part of your arm and then just move it slowly and be 
present with your finger. Be present in your arm as it moves and think of it as pleasure. And it's such a simple thing. You can do it on the bus. You can do it anywhere. And wow, why have I never noticed that pleasure? So, so making the choice to be in the pleasure, to like it, to like every sensation. Yeah, yeah. So those to being conscious actually about it, right? Yeah, and then you're meditating at the same time. You're just meditating yeah. on something else than the gap between thoughts. You're meditating on pleasure. It's just the same thing, basically. You're present and meditating on pleasure too. And to me, the part of healing through pleasure, mm-hmm. I noticed because I had like these private energizer parties where we were moving the energy together and having tons of energy orgasms and then doing a med- meditation or manifestation of the new earth. And I noticed that after like three days, people were like a bit hungover. They were a bit like ashamed. They didn't really oh. want to talk to me. It was like, oh, what happened? And then I realized when you move a lot of sexual energy, it's like a healing force just rushing through your body. It is very pleasurable, but it releases a lot of the things you don't need, like all the blockages, like putting all kind of stuck emotions into motion Mm -hmm. and making them conscious and then you sort of connect all these bad things in the body with what you did like three days earlier moving the energy and the medicine is doing it again as soon as possible like then continue to move the energy Mm -hmm. and then have more pleasure just by moving the energy and having energy orgasms you release bad stuff so that is very pleasurable and an amazingly fast way to heal Okay. So when shame comes up, mm-hmm. just continue doing what you're doing, and then it will release. I see. So bad feelings connected to sexuality, like shame, come up. So if you continue doing it, then that's when the healing happens. Yes. Yes. And it's so amazing. It's so amazing. I can imagine. I can imagine that being totally amazing. So there is healing at the emotional level, right? Yes. I believe at the physical level too, because we are okay. we are one. Like our emotions, our mm. body, our minds. It's like one thing. It's all connected. And what we think, you know, it, it uh, makes an impact on the body. The body makes an impact on our emotions, etc. So it all bounces back and forth. So when you heal your emotions or old stuck energy is leaving the body, the body will heal as well. And it was not these emotions making you ill because stuck emotions and stuck energy. And we do that because there's not always enough time to heal when something happens, right? Strong emotions have to rush, have to go somewhere else, have to do something. And then it gets sort of stuck somewhere in the body and you never have the time to, to pick it up, even if it's a small thing, right? And the same with physical pain or ailments. They are sort of stacked on top of each other because there's never this time. But when you start practicing this sexual energy, I like pleasure. Baby energy rushes through and releases a lot. So when you start, it's, it's a good thing to continue because then you will heal quickly. So someone can also continue, like after a workshop, someone can continue doing this on their own. I think that is the best to actually practice in between workshops. So I started to teach like uh, weekend seminars finally. And then I really say that you have to practice. How do you take this home with you? How are you going to continue making this a part of your everyday life? Five minutes, 10 minutes, maybe half an hour 
just practicing this energy and then you will feel more and more and more and you will feel more love love for yourself as well because this is amazing opener of love like sexual energy opens up love it opens up sexuality physical sexuality becomes much better and then it opens up like i can call it consciousness field or like mm-hmm. calls it now like presence but this intelligence in the universe it opens up a portal to that intelligence as well as wow. people call it god but you know i try not to use the word because it's kind of connected to religion but to me it's been such a blessing discovering this and sometimes i ask myself why i don't practice all the time i should but i think it's something in me as well it's a little bit holding back on being mm. body on on feeling everything in me uh, releasing all the bad things i don't need and maybe a bit of shame connected to sexuality okay even after such a long practice you have had <laughs> isn't that strange and i think it's like that with sexuality for a lot of people that sometimes when you had a really good time shame might pop up and that's a good thing release it we don't need shame we don't need okay shame around our sexualities it's it's the super amazing thing that when you heal anything in yourself you're healing the same in the world like we are part of the whole and the whole is part of me so when i heal i heal out there as well and sexuality needs healing really it does <laughs> It's amazing that you uh, that you talk about this and about shame. It brought to mind when I was I don't know a teenager. I hadn't had any sexual intercourse yet, and I was thinking, oh my god, but how can I do that one day? Then I have to see that person afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Like imagine how deep the shame was because I was like, where is possible? Like really, right? Opening yourself in, in sex, right? Yeah, and it is. It runs deep. I have to say yeah it does and it's a feeling that's a little bit difficult to notice because it can really it can it can start at any time you know you're in the shop mm. you're looking at something and all of a sudden you feel it's good something 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 and then it hides in your body healing deeply is also realizing how much shame there is around your sexuality your body like i've been doing like practicing and very openly like it's still there and i need to notice it when it surfaces i understand mm. can one heal sexual traumas sexual related traumas through shaking and pleasure yes absolutely there's a lot of sexual trauma so much more mm. than that you would think actually and a lot of childhood trauma it's because there's something you know that needs healing in sexuality i noticed when i started going to tantra seminars in the beginning that there was a lot of people that had experienced sexual trauma and it had a tendency to to sort of surface they didn't know about it and and during the seminar it it came out in the open and people were sort of shocked that they were exposed to this too and then crying and but that is the healing you know so so to heal something you sort of you have to connect to it i think tantra is an amazing way to to connect your sexual trauma and to heal i will talk talk a lot about it but been you know traumatized as a child and to me i think that was part of the reason why i i put sex on the shelf because i was troublesome you know i didn't want to do that in my marriage and but then mm-hmm. 
come through as a sexual energy and 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 regulating it up i've been through so much healing so much healing sometimes the wounds never totally leave but my sexuality is like whoa i can enjoy it so much and it helps me with everything else in my life it gives energy it gives you know the pleasure that can keep you going in a life that can be kind of rough it's not easy to be human being on planet Earth. Mm. so so to me it's been amazing to heal through this energy yes i would recommend that for anyone you know what happened happened and you can be whole again it's, that's basically it and maybe it will hurt a bit when you realize maybe it will hurt a bit during the healing but then there is also pleasure at the same time so so i really recommend but be a bit a bit um who you train with ask around you know how did you experience this teacher how was this for you so that you don't get re-traumatized like you feel yourself put in the same position where you can't do anything or can't defend yourself and so it's it's really really important that it's a teacher or a seminar that teaches your strong borders and that you can say no and that no is absolute right Mm-hmm. you couldn't defend yourself then yeah i couldn't say no but now you can so that's also one step you know, like my borders my no no i don't want to and then practice you know sexual energy and learning to say no but also forgiving yourself for not saying no at the time absolutely absolutely you, you didn't have a choice then you have a choice now so forgive yourself and you can hate that person who did it for a long time and maybe in the end you can forgive them too. You're allowed to be very angry. Yeah. But not with yes. yourself. Not with yourself. Mm. Forgiveness is all. Have you seen cases when someone is not aware at all that there has been um, sexual trauma in their life and this comes up through this kind of healing? Yes. Yes. I've seen it. Well, that must be a bit traumatizing becoming aware of that it can be very rough you've been you know living for some years and then you're just shaking and breathing and doing your thing and then a lot of things comes up in the open and the memory of it comes yes sometimes just as this horrible feeling of sadness and then you can have like pictures or memories for me it was didn't come all at once but my body's been replaying it in a lot of tantra workshops i feel that it is so healed that I own my sexuality, I own my body, and now it's more like the shame connected to, you know, society, especially women or women, and sexuality is kind of, you might feel that we are opening up and everything, but in society, women are not supposed to be that sexual, and we are super sexual. We are, uh, like, more sexual than men, and, and all of that is forbidden. We're not allowed to, so it's a lot of shame around being sexual when you're a woman you're supposed to be like this or like that and of course you're different as well but especially a lot of shaming when you're being female but why is it like that it is so sad it is sad but i think i think you know uh, realizing it's like that accepting okay it's like that i didn't know and then slowly changing like i said you know i heal myself something in the world is being healed as well and the same thing if you're with a lot of women, when you start talking about it, then we are healing, we are changing it. And I think mm. right now it's the time of awakening on planet Earth. And of course, it means that also our amazing sexualities will awake, which is kind of not fitting in our society, which is crazy. So I never really 
talked about it that female sexuality is stronger than male sexuality because we are taught the exact opposite, right? And when you put a lid on your sexuality, of course, you think that you're not that sexual and the men think that you're not so sexual. It's not good to be sexual as a woman in society. Then you're kind of a slut or something worse, Mm -hmm. uh, which is crazy because sexuality is divine. It's the biggest connector to, to consciousness that is. So I think take back your sexuality. Don't be afraid of it. And and you do not need a man to be sexual. As a man, you do not need a woman to be sexual. Experiment with the energy. I don't use my hands, but you can, of course. So so just experiment. What 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 kind of person am I in my sexual energy? And once the sexual energy is awake, you can have so much pleasure on your own. Like shaking, breathing. I got a lot of breathing, clench and hold exercises that I use as well. So there, there is so much fun. Did this kind of awakening yeah. affect your relationship? You mentioned that you were married at the time. Yes, we had been struggling for a long time. So it didn't save my, my marriage, unfortunately. And later I was kind of very, you know, strict with my borders. Mm. And then I experimented a lot, which was really good. And I've been in relationships and I've had lovers and... I think I found me. So if you are married and you're not having sex, which is incredibly common and crazy, right? Sit down together and make an agreement. We are going to wake up our sexuality and we're going to have the best time of our lives, the rest of our lives. And it is possible. Making that decision together and then finding, you know, some kind of practice within Tantra, within like I'm working with sexual energy and pleasure and start practicing that together. And all of a sudden that marriage is so saved. And I think you will avoid a lot of arguing if you have a good sex life, of course, because it is such a release, you know? Yeah. You feel relaxed and you feel happy and then you can cook something nice together and take care of your children. And because life is sometimes very tough. My hero, I got two heroes, right? Two heroes. One of them is Wilhelm Reich, and he was a student of Freud, and he's like the forgotten student. He was kicked out of the good, you know, psychoanalytic society. But he was like checking out Freud's libido theory in real life. He had clinics, and and he said that good sex, and he didn't mean a lot of sex, you know, because sometimes you can have a lot of sex, but not the good releasing sex. I think he was for ejaculation. But he said that the body is just filling up, filling up, filling up, filling up with all this bad stuff. And then you need to get it out, right? Or your body will harden and make this kind of body armor. Mm. And then then you release it. Then you release it. Oh, you become such a kind person. But you also become a very free person. You do not follow orders. You do not want to have a boring eight to four job. What would happen if no one wanted boring jobs anymore, right? <laughs> right <laughs> that would be quite something but i think probably we would manage our way around it so a different so kind of society would, would be coming up yes i think so too so maybe that's why i work with this i think no way of stopping i love doing this work like <laughs> amazing so, yeah having a couple go back to their sex life waking yeah. up together and having the time of their lives Wow, you know, we would have a better society just from that. You don't have to divorce. You can Fewer just... divorces, yeah. Good, together. Exactly. So have you experienced people, like couples, coming to your workshops and experiencing 
healing in there so can someone heal that relationship uh you know uh with my workshops it's more like a big thing where people are shaking and what to me so i'm not sure and and my my seminars they are very very new because i needed to go my completely own way so no not sure about that either really but i know when individual heals and that individual's partner is healing anything can happen the no relationship can happen yes that can heal yeah yes which is relationships and love sexuality together in a relationship that's, that's sacred totally. yeah makes sense what would you tell someone that is just getting started is there any recommendation some easy steps to take for beginners i i would say that you know just practice the shaking and mm -hmm. maybe do a little bit of writing about who am i sexually and then you're out there and and just feeling the sunshine the sunshine is there right but have you like moved into it so doing the shaking practice and then sensing like wow this is actually very good or oh mm -hmm. rain on my face like really sensing rain like being so present that you can actually feel the rain as pleasure and not as oh it's getting dark and and autumn is coming and but really really be in the rain in your body in the rain i think that would be the two best practices then write a little bit who am i sexually maybe i was thinking what would a man think about that practice he would probably think it's super boring right <laughs> <laughs> but it's not it's not at all everyone that does the five minutes every day for one week then they notice a difference they feel more alive they feel better about themselves uh, they feel more you know hot and juicy and, and life is really hot and juicy if you allow it to be if you allow it to be that oh that mystery of pleasure everywhere all the time and instead we are stuck in our brains and in our worries and not noticing mm -hmm. we're walking like you said uh, so, so actually just be here on planet earth and oh no autumn is coming and then there's snow snow can be amazing snow hated snow before i moved to the forest mm -hmm. but now you can feel the the smell of snow before it's coming different kind of snow smells different way these sensations around everything that is becoming more and more in my life and yes i do get stuck in my head like everyone else but then a little bit of gardening like growing my vegetables or riding on my bike feeling the wind it puts me back in the body yeah i think everyone should try this five minutes of shaking every morning okay five minutes of shaking you know what i i will give it a try too i think i need it really yes so i will give it a try as well it sounds very interesting and very easy right five minutes of shaking and just being in the rain or just taking away the connotation of Autumn is bad, snow is bad. What did you tell someone who wants to try it but is too shy or feels uncomfortable? Feels like they they would be judged and so on? Uh, actually, uh, when you go into a Tantra workshop of any kind, and my spaces too, it is such good spaces to be in. There is yeah. no judgment. People are actually very busy with their own bodies and their own pleasure. And if you're working together, it's it's all about seeing the other one, seeing the beauty of the other one, and just seeing that amazing person. So it's it's a very very good environment 
been. And, and you can just really relax. If you get over that threshold, like actually opening the door and moving in, maybe you can stay in the back. And of course, you can say no to everything. You can just watch, right? Okay, that's a possibility. Yes, that's always a possibility. Any kind of controversial, and especially mine as well. And and when I say, oh, make this the sounds of lawmaking, and I go, ah, 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 I say, but you can make animal sounds as well, like woof, woof, woof. And people start laughing. So I use a lot of humor to 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 take the edge of this seriousness. Life is not serious. This energy is not serious at all. It's very, very fun. So maybe they can stay in the back, but just open that door, enter, and be there. Say no to everything you don't want to do because you're allowed to do that. And and know that the people around you, they are enjoying themselves. And if you are encouraged to, to hug someone, still say no or you can go all in and just be there with that beautiful odor and people are beautiful you know it's so nice to hear that one can just say no yeah i remember when i was in my first tantra massage course we were split into couples Mm. and i really wanted to say no because basically it didn't feel right and it didn't feel right with that person either and this was not explained so it took to me a long while to go back to tantra because it wasn't explained that it was fine to say no in that tantra massage course yeah so i kind of started guilting myself for Mm -hmm. later on for not being able to say no this is not for me right now i actually put all the guilt in me so it is it is nice to know that one can just come and say no. Yeah, yeah. And I think that should be like spoken out loud. Any anytime you're working with the energy or any kind of tantra, say it in the beginning. And I usually call it the gift of your no. And then if someone says no, you say thank you. Because they are giving you possibility to okay, all right, you are really honoring yourself. Amazing. Mm. Thank you. So, so yeah, no. It's yeah, it's about honoring yourself. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely beautiful. How can someone learn more about this topic? Well, you can go to a festival and then you just choose the kind of workshops you want to go to. You can sign up for a course, a seminar. It was a very good way. There are some really good books. My recommendation is one book called Urban Tantra. Just go. Oh, yeah. I'm reading that right now. Interesting. <laughs> It's a really good book. It makes Tantra so touchable, so easy. Yes. And um, so that I absolutely recommend. And then there's a lot of stuff, of course, on the internet, YouTube as well, moving the energy. I think coming to one of my workshops and like being crazy for a while is good. Or uh, signing up for one of my seminars. So, So I think there's so many ways of doing this. And it's like I made the choice once to... Be in my pleasure and to really feel pleasure. So it's that choice. It makes life larger. And I think, I think it's a way to wake up. (laughs) I think we're here to wake up all of us, like to reach enlightenment. This sounds very serious. I don't think enlightenment is serious at all. So working with your sexuality, your sexual energy, energy orgasms and pleasure, it's a way of reaching enlightenment. That should be a very good reason, right? <laughs> That's a really good reason for me, actually. Isn't it? <laughs> now it made Tantra even more interesting for me. 
beautiful <laughs> how can people come in contact with you find out about your seminars your workshops and are you planning something in norway yes i just had my first seminar it was called tantra extravaganza 2 i think in maybe january february i will have the, the seminar number one i will even do an initiation to to make people start which is like, wow, finally, I'm doing Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then there will be a follow-up, the, the part three, I think some sometimes in this summer, I think. So you go to my website, www.leadsite.com, mm -hmm. and, uh, and then you check out, you know, the next workshop or the next festival I will be at. So the next one now is in Gothenburg, and it's the sweetest country festival ever. And it's not that far from Oslo. <laughs> it's very close. No. Not at all. Okay, interesting. Is there something online? That I would recommend? Yeah, like did you have any workshops online? And in general, is there something online? Yet, not yet, not yet. Because people got so sick and tired of online. But yeah, I might, I might do that. Because uh, after the seminars, we definitely need a follow-up. I had like a workshop called Shake Your Sexy Body, which was mm -hmm. more like practicing twice a month, uh, the energy. Because practicing together is even better than practicing alone because there's so much energy in the room. But I will make a Tantra lab in the central Oslo. Uh, oh, interesting. Where I will put all my experimental workshops out and, and see what people think about them and try out new stuff. And it's going to be really, really a lot of fun. <laughs> this is really interesting. Looking forward to that. Yes. And that will be on my website pretty soon. Yeah. Okay. So the best way is actually to check your website. Check my website, yes. Yes. Are there any last messages for someone who is maybe just starting in the path, not really knowing what to do? I think like the words that come to my, my mind is enjoy everything. Go for pleasure. Uh, go for being in your body. Uh, go for enjoying the things that you have in you. And it gives all this, all this presence. It's the best way to start practicing the energy. The more present, the more energy is going to move through your body when it is awakened. So, so start by just enjoying life as it is. And yeah, it's, it's all right to be angry and sad about what's going on. And then there's little jewels all the time that you can enjoy. Like now the leaves, they're changing color. That is so beautiful, right? So, so it's tiny mm -hmm. tiny things. Not as an excuse for the rest of your life. That's bad. But just like uh, glimpses of beauty and enjoyment yeah that's my last so find the glimpses of beauty in everything and enjoy everything and be in the present that was beautiful thank you for ending it in such a beautiful tone it was lovely lovely to have you here with us today i myself learned a lot today so thank you so so much thank you so much for having me here okay Now it's your turn. Let me know what health and abundance subjects you want me to cover in the future. Do that by commenting on the post on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much to Liv for being here with us today. If you liked it, please leave a review at podchaser.com. Just search for the podcast and write a good review. If you have questions or you want to book a session with me, please do let me know on Instagram or on my website, adakomani.no. 
In the next episode, we'll be talking about healing through emotion code, body code, and belief code. And remember, you are always creating your health and abundance. What do you choose to create today?